It's One Storytime, a podcast for kids of all ages who want to become investigators of God's Word, the one story of redemption in Jesus Christ. In each episode, we will learn an amazing Word of the Week, investigate a challenging question about God and His world, or to discover how to apply a Bible story to our lives. So let's get started. Here's our host, Dr. John Kwasny, but you can just call him Doc. Greetings to you today. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of One Story Time. Have you ever had to be rescued? Maybe you were swimming in the ocean and started struggling with a rough current, so you needed a lifeguard to rescue you. Or there are always people being rescued from burning buildings by courageous firefighters. I hope you haven't had to be rescued from that scary situation yet. When I was a boy, I needed someone to rescue me, actually to rescue me and my cousin. Our families were on vacation in Arizona. Our parents put all of the cousins in a group that did various fun things during the day. One day, we were with a group of 30 kids hiking up a mountain. The mountain was actually called Mummy Mountain. My cousin and I happened to wander away from the group. Never a good idea. We kept hiking and hiking and hiking up the mountain until we were totally lost. We finally got near the top of the mountain with no hope of finding our way down or back to our group. Believe it or not, we had to be rescued by park rangers in a helicopter. The helicopter landed on top of the mountain and took us back to the bottom. Needless to say, our parents were not too happy with us. I told my mom and dad it was my cousin's idea. I'm sure we were both to blame. But boy, we were glad to see that helicopter. We could never have rescued ourselves. We needed to be delivered from our own foolishness. Now, whether you have ever been rescued by a human savior or have never need rescuing from a human savior, we all need someone to rescue us from something much bigger than Mummy Mountain. We need to be rescued from sin and death. This is the application we will see from our story today found in the book of Judges. If you have your Bible, turn to this Old Testament book that follows the book of Joshua. The book of Judges picks up after the death of Joshua. Do you remember that the Israelites told Joshua that they were committed to worshiping God alone as they moved into the promised land? All the days that Joshua led them, God's people followed the one true God. Listen to what is said in Judges chapter 2, starting in verse 7. And the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great work that the Lord had done for Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110 years. And they buried him within the boundaries of his inheritance in Timnath Harris, in the hill country of Ephraim, north of the mountain of Gash. Did you hear it? Not only did the people serve the Lord while Joshua was alive, but they also served the Lord during the days of the elders who outlived Joshua. They had seen all the mighty deeds the Lord had done for Israel. Most of all, they saw God give them the promised land. So what happens when godly leaders pass away? We all need people to lead us 
to point us to the Lord, to show us the paths of righteousness. What if the next leaders don't follow God? Well, listen to the next verses, starting in verse 10. And all that generation also were gathered to their fathers. And there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. And the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. And they abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went after other gods from among the gods of the peoples who were around them and bowed down to them. And they provoked the Lord to anger. They abandoned the Lord and served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. Wow, did you see that coming? The next generation of Israelites did not know the Lord. They abandoned the Lord who brought their fathers out of the land of slavery and into the promised land. What happened? Didn't their parents teach them about the Lord? Maybe their parents did a bad job of showing them what God had done for them and how to worship God alone. Or maybe the next generation was taught about God but decided not to serve Him. This is our sinful nature, boys and girls. We naturally rebel against God and serve idols. Whatever the reason, this is just so tragic. One generation follows and serves God. The next generation rejects God and serves false gods instead. They abandon the God who saved them and loved them. Do your parents love and serve King Jesus? Have they taught you to do the same? If they are Christians and they have taught you about Jesus, are you serving Jesus right now? It's not just automatic that Christian parents will have Christian children. Each new generation needs to choose to follow Jesus. Each new generation needs to be delivered from their sin and rebellion against God. But let's go back to our story and see the consequences of Israel's rebellion. We'll pick up in verse 14. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he gave them over to plunderers who plundered them, and he sold them into the hand of their surrounding enemies so that they could no longer withstand their enemies. Whenever they marched out, the hand of the Lord was against them for harm, as the Lord had warned, and as the Lord had sworn to them, and they were in terrible distress. Our sin deserves the wrath and curse of God. And that's exactly what the Israelites received. Instead of enjoying peace and prosperity in the promised land of Canaan, they were regularly given over to their enemies. Do you know what the word plunder means? A plunderer steals all your stuff. Israel was given so much by the Lord, and it was all taken from them because of their sin. The only reason their enemies plundered them was because the hand of the Lord was against them. Because the Israelites turned away from God, they found themselves in terrible distress. Now, the next verse may surprise you, but it shouldn't. Verse 16, Then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hand of those who plundered them. What a gracious God we serve! Did the Israelites deserve to be rescued from their plunderers? No way. Yet the Lord raised up judges. 
A better name for them is deliverers. These deliverers save them from their enemies. The book of Judges details all the different deliverers God used to save his people. So the rescued Israelites would return to God, right? Well, listen to the next verses, starting in verse 17. Yet they did not listen to their judges, for they whored after other gods and bowed down to them. They soon turned aside from the way in which their fathers had walked, who had obeyed the commandments of the Lord, and they did not do so. Whenever the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge, and he saved them from the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning because of those who afflicted and oppressed them. But whenever the judge died, they turned back and were more corrupt than their fathers, going after other gods, serving them and bowing down to them. They did not drop any of their practices or their stubborn ways. Isn't that just sad? Every time God sent a judge to deliver the Israelites, they would not listen to the judge, following false gods instead. But boys and girls, this became a terrible cycle for many, many years in Israel. Here's how the cycle went. An enemy would plunder the Israelites. The Israelites would then cry out to God for help. God would then send a deliverer to rescue them. The mighty judge would actually deliver them by God's grace. But then after the judge died, the Israelites would go back to their idols and reject God all over again, even worse than their fathers did, just like after Joshua died. So then listen to these last verses of Judges chapter 2. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he said, Because this people have transgressed my covenant that I commanded their fathers and have not obeyed my voice, I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations that Joshua left when he died, in order to test Israel by them, whether they will care to walk in the way of the Lord as their fathers did or not. So the Lord left those nations, not driving them out quickly, and he did not give them into the hand of Joshua. Instead of receiving the entire promised land, the Lord left some enemies to test Israel. Would they follow God or live like the heathen nations in front of them? Sadly, they often kept on worshiping false gods and living their own way. Now, do you see yourself in these Israelites? We are born as rebels against God. We always want to go our own way. We follow the idols of our hearts. Just like the Israelites, we need to be delivered from our sin. God sent deliverer after deliverer, but none could truly save Israel from sin and death. You and I, though, have a much better deliverer. We have a deliverer who not only conquers all our enemies, but one who changes our hearts to serve God alone. Who is this judge? Who is this deliverer? Jesus. Jesus is our perfect deliverer. He died so that we can be free to serve the Lord. So when you read about the judges or deliverers in the book of Judges, remember that they could only save the people for a very short time. Thankfully, God in his grace has sent us Jesus as our deliverer 
who saves us for eternity. Thank you for investigating God's Word with us today. One Story Time is brought to you by One Story Ministries, provider of Christ-centered Bible curriculum for the church, home, and school. You can discover more about our resources for children, youth, and adults by visiting onestoryministries.org. Please share this podcast with your friends, family, and church so you can talk about it together. Until next time, keep learning, loving, and living out God's Word.